veganism, self-reliance, Game of Thrones, these things and more coming at you, <laughs> witty banter style. Nice. Changing up the intro. Yeah, you know, we got to switch it Get up. Get straight into it. Yeah, your regular host, Nabil, Daniel, and Anika are here. Um, we're going to come here with some crazy energy right now. Whoa. Whoa, where was this coming from? <laughs> Maybe I've had too much coffee today. <laughs> Maybe oh. it was because you only had two hours of sleep. No, I had a little more than Del- that. And you're delirious. I'm, I'm not delirious. I'm just in it. I'm hmm. tapped into the muse right now. And um, I made my own bread yesterday, uh, gluten-free vegan style nice um something about getting cows together in one area and just slaving (laughs) them away just doesn't feel right (laughs) it's also dangerous to the environment uh so i thought it's a good good thing to make bread (laughs) with no butter uh make bread with milk i didn't make it with milk I don't know if you can, but uh, yeah. no, no cows. What yeah, about yeah. Cows? <laughs> no cows are abused in the making of this bread. I mean, it's nice. pretty like uh, you, one could say it's a gamey bread. <laughs> Rust, rustic, rustic, <laughs> rustic in the sense yeah. that it's very plain. Yes, yes. Um, I had a vegan uh, Jamaican jerk. That's really good. I want to start making that. It's like yeah. Jamaican jerk seasoning, but on like uh cooked tofu mm. and quinoa that was good so so in the um thing of muses and banter and wittiness mm-hmm. the mm. the bread you made yes. allows the spread to shout out <laughs> what does that mean yeah what does that mean <laughs> the spread to shout out you yes. have to use language terms Is with it the spread <laughs> what's the spread in the this spread case spread on the bread oh i see it stands out more because yes. the bread is not the star of the show, clearly. <laughs> it's the spread. It's the base, but it allows you to yes, spread. It yeah, that's you. true. Yes. Yeah. But I guess it's related to like uh, I was feeling. Well, I've always felt like the last thing I want is something wrong with my colon. So that's why I've been like shying away from meat, even though I haven't been good about it. But mm. but I like the idea of eating less meat. Uh, and then... I'm like, well, if I'm not eating meat, or if I try not to eat meat, then I can try not to eat uh, dairy. Just if you want to know reasons why, read How Not to Die, or see like a summary of it. Because he like, explains it really well mm. on like the benefits of it from a scientific perspective. Mm. Tell us more, tell us more. Um, well, one, there's like, the main argument he makes is like, he'll compare different uh, areas in the world. Mm-hmm. And ones that do have vegan diets and ones that don't. Mm-hmm. And typically, heart disease is the number one killer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of areas where uh, they do have a vegan diet, like in India, they don't have the, They have problems of, like, I don't know, eat sanitation. Too, much, too many fats. They have so, so like they other have health. They die of other tissues. health problems, but heart disease isn't. Oh, one wait, of, wait. I thought, because um, I'm reading something. In relation to that, and it's called, oh. oh gosh, I forget the name of it. Should I read Michael's thing? Please do. All right, Michael coming in here. If you don't eat meat, do you still get all the amino acids you Ooh. need? And quinoa th- is one of those. I thought that is a big issue uh, with girls going vegan, is that they can become anemic because they don't get all the correct nutrition from a meatless diet. 
I agree with Mikey. So well, one problem people have with uh, vegan diets is they don't like diversify what they're eating. They so like chickpeas or like Oreos. <laughs> Technically, Oreos are Oreos. That's okay, vegan. Fine. <laughs> but it? like they'll eat like like crackers and like I don't know, just things that aren't meat. Where can we get amino acids? Amino acids, quinoa. Quinoa a has a lot of uh, the protein amino acids that. Is Michael's that a vegetable? No, it's a grain seed. It's like. Okay. I don't know exactly what it is, but and it's like a seed grain type of thing. Okay. Originated in Africa. And spinach helps with some of. Uh, what anemia causes a lack of uh, iron in your blood and b12 is another thing that a lot of people miss in vegan diets mm-hmm. um i forget what yeah i'm just concerned that there's no there's not a good way to mass produce it in a way that's not like a damaging other mass things produce what meats uh, well maybe we eat too much of it yeah maybe you know i mean i i know um, Americans are notorious. I mean, the American diet is notorious for being heavy on red meat. Right. Um, whether it's burgers. But even if steak. everyone ate it in a controlled manner, um, you know, would it be less pollutant to have a farm of cows or would it be less pollutant to have a farm of quinoa? <laughs> I would imagine the latter would be less polluted because okay. because you've got all these and these are things that are just going to happen. You know, it's like most humans don't really care. So you're thinking more of like the global or yeah, environmental like managing impact. humans. You know, yeah, yeah. They, well, I mean, at some point we'll have to. We've at made it so point, easy. See, everyone's like, yeah. at some point we'll figure it out. <laughs> Whenever, when the world's on fire, then we'll figure it out. No. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What does Michael have to say about All right, Michael, it? coming at us with a lot of info here. Yes. A lot of things have different amino acids, and if you go vegan, I think you have to eat a wide variety of vegan foods to get the correct amino acids. But I'm not sure about all the new plant-based meat and pos- impossible burgers. Oh, yeah, that's true. The uh, the fake meat stuff, uh, mm-hmm. that's, pretty, that's a good... Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the way they make it, they include stuff like quinoa to give you amino acids, but... Um, you you put some of the veggie meat in the quiche that you make sometimes, and that, that's yeah. pretty good uh, yeah. taste wise. So mm-hmm. right, um, and then as far as like the nutrients are concerned, I definitely think that like you can go wrong on the vegan diet and like miss out on some of those nutrients. Right, but like I feel like the whatever the typical diet most people are doing now probably yeah. doesn't have a lot the, of <laughs> me eating meat otherwise is like my diet is not You're probably missing balanced. out on a lot of the right. plant like <laughs> nutrients yeah so i don't i mean I, I feel like that argument could be used on both ends but like you definitely need to be careful when you're switching your diet and right uh making sure and then you just the idea them. of uh it would be cool if you could sell if you could i like the idea of buying Material food material that does doesn't expire very soon. Yeah, oh, but that's then that's supposed to be the worst type, the one that no, just dry, like oh, dried oh. chickpeas. Oh yes, as opposed yes. to chicken, and it goes bad. After or like even fruit, it years. just goes bad in a, a week, basically. Right. Um, Although dried fruit is is high sugar content. That's true, but if you eliminate frozen fruit. Outside. If you eliminate yeah. candies, you could use that as your and desserts. You could use that as your dessert. Like true. Yes. I think that would be a healthier alternative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think the idea of like buying like 
in bulk your re your kind of base materials and then then you can kind of uh so not have to manage your food as much we, we, right. but i thought the self-sufficiency that you started out with so much energy yeah would relate somehow to not buying i mean the word buying wouldn't come into it well so i do draw lines so <laughs> yes. I, uh i'm okay with buying like chickpeas and mm. dry dried chickpeas i don't mm -hmm. care to grow them mm -hmm. um so that's where I'm, so yes, that yes. the we uh, the human society can farm mm -hmm. these things and then mm -hmm. I will pay mm -hmm. to take it off their Good hands money. from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to think of things other than chickpeas and uh, you know what isn't legumes. sustainable is uh, like almonds, nuts, and stuff. They take a lot of water. Anything with oil in as well tends to have a shelf life, although it's got. What about olive oil? Shelf. Olive oil Oils, those are good. They go, but rancid. they also have a shelf life. Yeah, I mean, it but granted, it's long, right? It's yes. long, yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm fine with that. What other things have long shelf life that are would be a good base for many meals? But basically, you could Quinoa. dry any food. <laughs> no, 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 that's no, just what something historically uh, people have done. Even yeah, that's vegetables, true. Vegetables, you put them out in the sun, you dry them. How about stuff that even meat you can dry? True. Yeah. Beef jerky. That's yes, true. Yes, and that's what people did back in the day. That's back true. in the caveman days. When no, no, no. Even no. even more recent in the more recent times, recent past. How about foods that y you think can be um, mass produced in an efficient way? What can you name some of those type of foods? Probably all the legumes you were saying. Right, right, but the legumes. So, is yeah. mass production and efficiency? Um, Somehow it seems those terms are contradictory to the concept of veganism and... Um, but I and think you should put them together because okay. you can't just throw away the benefit of mass production. The benefit is you get the... not all, The rich are not the only ones who get the, you know, a quality we product. A lot, we waste a lot of food in this whole mass production uh, concept. We yeah. throw away in, in the developed world. Not even just, like, not at the consumer end, but at the like at the corporate, manufacturing yeah. end. Yes, like even restaurants, they'll throw a lot of food away. But even before that, yeah. apparently farms throw a the lot farm, of yeah. food away. But, but, I th but I think to if create we market, if we picked more foods that have longer shelf lives, I think that might reduce a little bit. Right, I agree. Could yes, because yes. then you're not. You know, you buy all those avocados. <laughs> so and you know, what use about one. acquiring tastes? I mean, even if you notice in the last 10 or 15 years, the kind of foods that you might not have used to eat 10 years ago, like, I, I mean, talk about faddish uh, avocado on toast, mm -hmm. which I love, mm -hmm. um, was not part of our repertoire a few years back. Yeah, that's true. And so if you were making... A change in people's choices and how they make choices mm -hmm. what would that look like um so chickpeas since hummus came on the you know the last 15 20 years hummus has become a Pop more mainstream yes, yeah yes. so that is um chickpea based right um what are your thoughts about that and oh. i don't know what direction the conversation could go with that but okay. it's just fads and um uh i mean i don't know i guess my thoughts are 
it's good if we can well if i look at myself i just want to pick some staples that will last a long time and are easy to make that are easy to make and then i don't have to worry about i don't have to grocery shop every week if i don't you know if I have supplies, if I have to, yeah, <laughs> if I have to, um, I can order it on Amazon. But but isn't there the pleasure of uh, grocery shopping? Because I do enjoy going and looking at all the nah. produce and think, huh? Do I look what's in season nowadays? And let's get this versus that. I think the lines just kill that joy of but picking not that stuff. Long. Our Safeway, they are. Yeah, they don't have the self checkout. We need to automate that process. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what were the other three things I listed in the beginning of this program? I listed a few things other than veganism. Well, we I guess we went through the first two, veganism and uh, self-reliance, self-sustainability. Um, I, I was thinking before we joined was the concept of a weekend hmm. and how new it is in human history and how, you know, and I was thinking we all feeling kind of lazy today and, you know, the weekend Munim likes to play golf and we're just being lazy and having our French toast and that kind of we never think of having something like that on the weekday mm -hmm. but I like the concept of sitting out outside and having breakfast um, will the concept of a weekend go away no I don't think so you don't think so it's only about a hundred years old yeah and I think the direction we should be going is like, I don't know, results-based work where the expectation is not Monday through Friday you work and like nine to five and you're, you're always working. It's more of problems that come up, you solve them, and then, then you can kind of... So at some point, will we explore will new life? ideas or relax or whatever you want? But so it'll be like a, uh, it'll be a very variable thing. So if life becomes very efficient as far as um, growth, vegetables and all that, and mm -hmm. as well as um, automated as far as computers and all that, will the concept of even prioritizing work be, will it be weekend is the priority or the weekend concept of re relaxation taking naps having long breakfasts w will we as humans prioritize that mm -hmm. probably um well so what would this uh maybe some would some universe would, look like some would prioritize that and then others who are more curious and enjoy their work would focus on the work pr progressing some some are f fine with just maintaining, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And others want to progress, and those would be a two big general categories mm -hmm. of people. Mm -hmm. I think it is possible to lose the weekends, though, if like work becomes so remote and so easy to access, and well, people expect, you know. Yeah. So I guess that kind of goes to what I was saying. <laughs> So I guess you might lose the weekend, but it's you'll gain weekends during the week, if that makes any sense. Yes, right, yes, right. yes. So the, but so, so it could be a Tuesday and just nothing's happening and there's no expectation because you've established, you know, you're you're here to solve problems. As will it they cause come an anticlimax? And hey, I'm relating it to our binge watching of Game of Thrones over the last month. And all of a sudden now we have nothing to binge watch. 
<laughs> nothing to look forward to. I guess in we've that already way. been through. You can binge. You can binge it. work. <laughs> you can binge work. You can still go if you want to do Monday just, through Friday. Just go, just work, work, work. No binge weekend. Oh, because that's something you're looking forward. To. I guess you could binge if you're looking forward to something. That, that's the concept, isn't it? You like it so much, yeah, that you want to. You're getting to some level of addiction to it, yeah, and so you'll just keep doing it um, until you've fulfilled that need. I think you'll be able to take that time off if you need it. Mm. I think you'll be able to say, "Yeah, I'm going to binge this stuff." So, I mean, I don't know how. And and actually, I don't even think you'll need to give. I imagine a world where everyone picks up. It, there's so many people ready to like solve the problem that mm. they'll pick up even if you just let it so go. So if you could just kind of hold your breath for a while, somebody else will take the responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because there'll be some sort of monetary gain attached to yeah. it or something. Well, so you and Michael had this little uh, ritual on the weekend in New York. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering what are the rituals of the weekend that you look forward to, and you seem to you seem to look forward to it. it. Was a Saturday? You never went on a Sunday, did you? Yeah, it was definitely Saturday. Sunday I would stay inside. Yes. Uh, yeah, Saturday we would go. I'd go from New Jersey, take the train, half an hour to New York City, and then meet with Michael to eat at a restaurant, and then some pastry place usually. How did you look for those things? Well, where did the ritual start? And Google. where was it? No, as in, um, when did you start thinking, planning for this? Was this Saturday morning you would contact each other? Or was it somewhere uh, earlier? You'd sometime, well, earlier on it was Friday. Mm. We would be more prepared. But then we got lazy <laughs> and like we kind of just... It Played would be like... Ear. Yeah, and then be like on the... I would be like, right, I'm on my way. And it would take me like 45 or 30 yeah. to 45 minutes to get to his location. Yeah. And then the only things we would have to plan for is like if we were going to like some other borough other than Manhattan, mm. Mm. like Brooklyn or mm -hmm. that's the only, we only went to Brooklyn. We didn't mm -hmm. go to like Queens or something. Mm. Um, and then, the, and then what about the pastry thing? How did you, how yeah, did you the pastry thing, there was more, yeah, we would just pull out our phone and then yeah. kind of Google pastry places near us uh, and then just find one. And they'd always have, they have very good, I guess you would call boutique restaurants mm -hmm. and pastry shops. Michael mm. said something. We had a list. We did have a list. I think mm. we still have it of, we, we would give it a rating or something afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um Right, then Googled the best cafe bakery near us. Mm. Um, the first time we yelped a place, Paul's the Burger Joint, and it was not good. <laughs> what, was, what were the reviews on that? Yelp? It was the good reviews. Mm, it's the best it was burger just, I've ever had. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> and then when you go there, it's like just this big meat patty, but not very well seasoned. Uh, it was just very plain. Like it was mm. edible. But like, and but the amount we paid was like, I think we paid part paid each fifteen or eighteen dollars, something like that, for the whole meal. Oh damn! So Danielle and I had a Friday. It, sometimes it was Friday, sometimes it was Saturday. Um, when you were in New Jersey, and we would walk over to places on Woodside. Um, oh yeah, Plaza. Uh, Woodside. Uh, 
grill grill mm. and then the, the seafood place I forget uh, what it's sushi called. place and then oh, sushi the, place yeah. yes and um it was nice and relaxing i did that the other day with Munim, where we just walked over, had some yogurt, and went for a walk around. So the walking past is usually fun. Michael's got something else to say, and there's somebody else saying something. No, it's just a G. A G has said, damn, put Paul's on blast. <laughs> Paul's the burger joint. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like robbery. <laughs> it's a fraud. That's yeah, I wonder what Ajit and Michael um, did this weekend. If they, they routine oh, they was with us. Oh, oh, Ajit oh, did anyway. Oh, oh, okay. I think Michael's studying. Hmm. Okay. Um, what was the third thing I said in the intro? Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, and my prediction was totally wrong. I should have guessed that nobody until nobody will die. die until today. I, my prediction was like, if anyone will die, it'll be Braun. But I don't think I said there would be people dying. Last people week. are ready. They kind of, it's, they prepared us last week for something you know is coming everybody's everybody's on good terms with each other they're all gathering forces mm-hmm. yeah before they go and fight but they do have some foreshadowing issues tell us of like uh daenerys and sansa who's gonna be like will you be queen of the north because we don't want anyone controlling us oh yes yes so there was this kind of that and that was kind of like the end of the discussion like okay Let's talk about or uh, someone else. They in. were on. Uh, it was kind they were of on good terms initially. They're like, yes, "Oh, let's work yes, together. Let's do yes, this yes, out." Yes. And then Sansa was like, "Yeah, but what about what happens to the North after hmm. you know you take the throne? Because yes. we want to be separate." And then she was like, "Ooh, I'm not buying Sansa's story. How is she this like confident? Like, I I actually like her growth. Yeah, I guess it's good. I just don't understand." How what? you go from a tortured, spoiled person, person to she's had enough, to, and, and tortured to like leadership. You like know, what this. was the big move was the. Uh, I mean, I guess you're learning. For, yeah, go on, go ahead. There was like two big moves for her. One, she brought the Knights Veil and sent the message to Peter, and so people saw that as a, oh, this person knows how to you know, do politics. And then also got that guy killed, or Peter killed, because he was... Wait, but she brought the Knights Vale, or she asked Peter to bring the Knights Vale? She asked Peter to, but that's considered good negotiating, or good... I suppose. Right? Kind of like how Tyrion... Tyrion doesn't actually control... Well, I guess he did control an army at one point, but... Right. He doesn't do too much in-battle stuff. He's more of like well, a political m- guy. Yes, it's more strategy than uh, rallying the troops. Yeah, but I do agree. I don't like... Uh, for some reason, I don't like the way she... She doesn't explain things very well, I've noticed. Like, when John was like, what should I watch out from Ramsey? She didn't, like, spell out exactly, like, how he manipulates people and does it. She's right, like, she's I like, don't know what it is, but you just have to be careful for what he has planned. You really you know? remember the dialogue. Well, I've watched it like five times at this point. <laughs> um, so that, that kind of bothered me. But you yeah. just don't like how she came to power? Or? No, I just, I guess I'm not buying her um, story, her act. The change. Uh, yeah. The characters are supposed to change. That's what the whole storytelling right, is. Right. But yeah. I just feel like they're missing an arc in there. Yes. The connection. Um, I do like Jamie. Jamie, I think, has the best progression because he started out as yeah, a I villain. Like, I like his progression. And he became like a good yes. person. 
yeah. and it seemed more natural there i mean i mean like there's nice connections to spell out that change yeah right. that he was like his hand chopped off yeah and all that that kind of humbled him right and just and and he's forced to become friends with uh, uh brienne of tarth because yeah. he's they have a common enemy that and makes sense right. but um, they also respect each other right as fighters and as right people. but i'm saying like the start of their friendship yes, yes. is mm -hmm. easily comes because they have both have a common enemy which is the people who have captured them right are you predicting that he becomes the king of the the, the, the seven kings? i don't no, think so i don't I think, think so, so i don't even uh yeah i don't even think he wants that i don't think he wants it and i don't, yeah that wouldn't make any sense mm. with daenerys and john i think it's gotta yeah. be one of those two um, yeah. I think one of them will I think die. John's gonna die today Yeah Oh <laughs> <laughs> He was good on Saturday Night Live Yeah That's true we we, But then that. again But then again I am It's still a bold statement Because I don't think They have the guts To do stuff like that They killed him once I mean how many times Yeah I keep hearing him? that I think Faisal also mentioned that They yeah. killed him once But like why is that a reason To not kill him to me, yeah, that said, to died. me, that says if he dies again, he's dying for good because yes, after he yes, came back, he yes. said, don't "I don't, don't bring me back to life." And um, also, that other guy who was brought back. But I don't buy that. That's a reason to not kill him. Right. What was that guy? Cedric, that the guy with the eye patch. The well, only name we didn't know. Oh, the, that would be a cheap right. shot, though, wouldn't it? And why is that? Because I think when they killed him the first time. They yeah, rethought, big. yes, mm. and they rethought. And now it's kind of... Well, rethought, though? Or you don't think they had the full intentions of bringing him back? I don't know. Maybe they And did. also, I don't even know what it says in the book. But but wasn't that part not in the book? I don't remember. Because this is the seventh or uh, sixth season. Well, during that year well, that... That was not... That was the that we fifth? were waiting. Mm. Yeah, yeah that, that was... Uh, he was brought back in the sixth, so it was still around the the book period. Because seven was one yeah, of the past, but um, I remember that year that those series were coming out. Like, oh, is it possible that he'll come back because Melisandre was there? Mm -hmm. um, and so people did think that he would come back um, to life. So series, series, but I think yeah, I agree with you. He'll probably die, and <laughs> the dragon too. I think. You think what? The one of Danny's dragons is going to die? Yeah, and then it'll be like, oh no, now we're deaf. Like I mean, now we'll, there's now it's gonna really be a one v one dragon. One will kill the other. Now they have two dragons the, and Jon Snow and more. Like the they won the war. One will kill like, the other one. Oh, they'll set it on fire. And according to Donald's prediction, there's gonna be a lot of good guys turning into White Walkers. This I one. think so. Yeah. Right. So because I think we, I mean, we agree that like they're gonna lose the battle. Like, I think the white point. or the living i guess are gonna lose and then they're going to be a ragtag team they're that gonna goes, lose this battle they're going to lose this battle of course because there's no conflict otherwise if they win it then then what i mean well, there's cersei. still a conflict with cersei but that's too easy i feel <laughs> i mean too, that might be a hard fight but it's too like okay we beat the white walkers all right that was easy. well no here's <laughs> the thing they could lose a lot of people in that yes. this battle yes oh that's and true. then they and win, win and now it's an even fight between Cersei and her golden compass army versus the remaining. But if we want a real climax, we got to bring them real down. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. So they could kill a lot of people, but still win. Yeah, that's true. That's possible. But what would be the end of the? How could the white uh, walkers? How could they end? How could they die? Yes. How can they? Because at some point. I think it's just you have to kill the main guy. Yeah. 
And then Arya or someone will kill the Night King. And then your others just kind of roam around. This no, no, the they die. they die too because they had said. Oh, they just cry drive with him. Right. Yeah, because when they when John killed uh, one of the lords, mm. the White Walkers, mm. uh, the white uh, the whites that were his minions mm. like also mm. died, mm. and they mm. show that in one of the episodes. So I think that they're and saying, that's the plan for this episode is to bring out the Night King to by Bran. using Bran as bait, yeah, and then killing him. Right. So what what about that whole thing about the history and you know that the White Walkers want to ha- end memory or end history. Right. Bran is the three-eyed raven, which is supposed to be a symbol of human memory. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I'll just read Michael's comment here. I have a bad feeling they're going to lose. Then it's going to be some time, some time travel thing with Bran. I do hope that, oh, yeah. I do hope that, that Bran and <laughs> the Night King have like some mental like battle. In a different uh, realm or something. Yeah. Well, yes. Didn't he change the course of the present by going into the past? Yeah, he made Hodo yes. Hodor uh, <laughs> 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 have a. That was kind of strange, but he could do something. You're thinking that he could. That wasn't. They could inten- have a mental conflict, and then that would lead to some change in the present. Right. I. By the way, I don't think he has full control over that power. I don't think he intended Hodor to do that. Yeah, you know no. Like no. so, like he can affect Things the past, but like he's not good at controlling it. And like the previous three-eyed raven said, when he was like, "Am I ready?" He was like, "No," because I don't right. think he has like full control and knows everything. Like, yeah, although I do like the way people keep saying, "We don't know what you mean by that." You know, when he goes, "I'm the three-eyed raven." Yeah, what oh, is yeah. that? No one. We knows. don't know what you mean. By that. <laughs> He's like, yes. What are you talking about? I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to explain. Yeah. Uh, Michael says, um, oh, so uh, referencing his previous comment, that's been a new trend in movies. He says, so the trend in movies he's saying is um, they're going to lose, then it's going to become some time travel thing. Okay. Mm. Seeing like time travel thing is a trend. So they get all the emotions of people dying, but then a happy ending when it gets reversed. <laughs> oh, the whole, it was all just a dream. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's a cheap shot, yeah. I mean, you know, if it's all a dream. Yeah. But the, um, I was going to say, I wonder which movies Michael re- is referring to, because that would be interesting to know if there's a... Yeah, I'm not a huge movie guy, I guess, yeah. these days uh, anyway. But if you were, if you were going to be, become somebody else, you know, that confuses others... What would you become, like the one-eared dog? I mean, what would oh, like you? Three, oh, yes. not the three-eyed raven. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What would be the two-headed owl? Why? What would? Because there's double the knowledge. The, double the uh, knowledge. Owls are knowledgeable. <laughs> the one-eyed owl. <laughs> Why? Whoa! I don't know. Because he can, he can already move his Why head. Why does it have to be an eye? What about you know? Uh, because I don't one, know, eyes are a very nice. One nostril, uh, all seeing. One nostril squirrel. Because why do you need two? Yes. Why does a squirrel need a nostril anyway? To smell. Yeah, why, do we, yeah, why do we need two nostrils? In case one. Oh, everything right. has why to be bad. <laughs> why do we have two mouths? No, no, we have one mouth that has two sides. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. That's not fit. That's yeah. not. Uh, no. Because we have like two separate filters, you know? So if one filter gets. Oh, we got a two tailed monkey. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Super action, super swinging action yes. with his tail. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What was Faisal saying? He said two tailed monkey. Oh. 
That's what I can't said. see from here. Oh. You will. I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know why that was a distraction. Yeah, the three-eyed raven thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, it would be cool if they had, if him and the Night King have a, a battle in a parallel. Cyber Galactic. Some di- yeah, Cyber Galactic <laughs> battle. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a headless Ned walking around this episode. I think they're going to bring the guys in the crypts alive. <laughs> See, I think it's a little ridiculous. I'd be, that right, would be right, crazy. Right. Do you think, what, what? What, bringing headless Ned as a white running around? So I brought this, I don't know if I brought it up on the last podcast. That's just yeah. silly. But like, basically, <laughs> how would we the know previous, it's Ned? That's, so, that's the other thing I was saying. I mean, so, it would be headless, but like. <laughs> all right, let me explain. <laughs> So the previous episode, they kept talking about the crypts, like, oh, don't worry, oh, yes, you'll be safe no, no, in the crypts. No, no, crypt. I 100% agree that they're not so, safe in the crypts. No, no, okay. And then I think during the battle, um, the Night King is going to bring them, like, bring whoever's dead back to life. Yeah. And then in turn, the crypts will, like, did the Ned, dead in there will become... Did uh, Ned get buried in the crypt? He did. Remember, uh, uh, Peter Baelish brought the uh, remains. remains to... Oh, okay. uh, yeah, and where did they leave? And then the... they left him in the crypts. Where did they leave the head? I don't know if they well, had the head is still on the spike on the bike? in King's Landing. Well, no, they oh, probably yeah, unless yes. he unless he unless no, I think he, think he took it down. Okay. Because yeah, actually we don't know. But, but still, it but was so, not sewn back together. And so here's the thing: with how are they going to know when they're doing the scene of like, oh, they're all coming back to life? They're going to pan to uh, Ned's crypt. And we'll know it's his crib because no, it's, be it's going to be a Michael Jackson stitch. thriller. And it'll be a thriller, yeah. <laughs> no, no, there'll be some stitches showing on his neck. And also, but he's the only one insane. who he's the only one who's in the crypt without a head. So you'll know. Yeah. Right. But just like, but you won't know the other ones like uh, the sister. And also, we've seen whites Rihanna. without. But that'll mess with us. I mean, if the yes. bad, good people become bad people with no reason. Why would they mess with us that way? Because now we don't know who to root for. Now are we on Ned side? Are we I'm, on the I'm fine. Side? I'm fine for it to happen. I just think it's so ridiculous that they're not. Yeah, gonna not do gonna it. do it. Yeah, but I guess we're gonna have to find out. I think it's cool because then it's like, you're you're thinking like, oh man, I don't want this guy to live, or do I? <laughs> or maybe that is what they'll do. So they'll my... make us get so confused that we'll say we want Ned Stark oh, yeah. to die. Michael says they bring back Rob's body. <laughs> with a wolf head sewn on, that's uh, what they. That's how they killed him. Oh, that's how they killed Rob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so, sewed, sewed. What sued. They, yes, they sewed. Sued. <laughs> <laughs> they did not sue. They sewed. They sewed a, his wolf's head onto his body or something. But I'm sure they removed it after they. Why did they? Won, do right? Where did his body go? Actually, they did that because to like make fun of him. Like, haha, it's the king uh, of the uh, north, uh, the wolves. Uh, did they even get his body back though? I'm sure they did because the they killed uh, the guys in River and they killed Walter Frey. Yeah, but where is his body? That was a long. That was a but long. But that would make it amusing. It wouldn't make it. Yeah, yeah I know. They, that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. <laughs> did they visit the? Uh, like, do, is does is Rob in the crypts? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember so who would give his body back. After the red wedding? Yeah. Well, they definitely didn't give the body back after that. Catelyn and Rob. Yeah. I don't mm. know. But yeah. So, so yeah, something's going to happen in the crypts for sure. Um, you don't think it'll be them coming back to life? I don't think so. Who uh, Who's going to... I just can't imagine it. Maybe my ma- imagination is just limited. Yeah. Well, so on a slightly different note, um, the documentary we were just watching about the British men who went to India mm, yes. and how young they were 
and how they became and it's it reminds me a bit of what we're talking about people coming and going in different places and it also reminded me of the whole concept of travel and the bag that you just got which is the perfect little carry-on bag um but um the young woman in the story so this is um a british officer who goes to india falls in love with a, a muslim woman converts to islam he's and is a double agent now in hyderabad mm. for both the british and the indians they end up and he worked for the east india company he uh, worked for the east india company and and they have two kids and uh, both those kids end up being shipped off to england and are brought up as christians even though when they were in uh, india they were muslims and this was back in the 1800s and the young woman dies at 27 mm um and her what happens to her which is interesting she goes because her husband had left and he was in his 30s and he dies in india as well and gets buried somewhere far away and so um my thought about people traveling and going to places that they are unfamiliar with yes it tends to be Usually, it it's people go to the warmer regions. Have you noticed that? I guess for the majority of history, unless I guess it's just more comfortable. Yes, people leave the because the, the author Darwinpole was talking about it. He grew up in Scotland, and he said I didn't used to travel as much. Mm. And he also goes from Scotland and and from a colder region, and is now living in Delhi. and because he thinks this is the place where there's the most history okay and this is now I was remembering what if the problem with the white walkers is that they will delete history mm-hmm. and one of the things that Darwinpole mentions is that he likes to be in a place where there's a lot of history what a, and and one of the criticisms he has of America is that they isn't there aren't a lot of monuments which are historic and so they'll have a 100 year old monument and they'll somehow make it into a museum and make it very historic because they starved for some level of history mm-hmm. whereas in India particularly in New Delhi where wherever you go you know you're going just down the road and to the right will be a, a shrine that's been there for i don't know how many hundreds of years um is there a human need for history and what do you feel about your need for history it, especially if the white like the, if the white walkers are saying we're going to end if mm. they are going to if their goal is to end history yeah i mean as long as you can rebuild after if it hinders your you ability to rebuild then it can be a problem so it ha- so the rebuilding is important the past what's the importance of the past nothing nothing <laughs> then Tell then them. then we don't care if the white walkers win Well, we care about the we future. We have to care. We have to care about because they're not destroying the future, they're destroying the past, aren't they? Well, they're going to kill them all. They're going to delete and, and also a lo- Oh, they'll bring them back to life. They'll all be white walkers. Yes, but without and then the past. That'll be the future. Without a past. Isn't right. that's that's and the big dilemma at least. Well, you'll have a future, just the future as a white. But there's right. no pa- but isn't that part of it that they will delete the past? Yes, I guess so. Um I guess maybe today we don't really care about the past. I don't know. Really? 
I'm interested in it. Like, it's interesting, but like, um, I, mean, I barely remember what happened last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do you care and, to find and out. Actually, and on that note, the other thing that I was thinking about with our witty banter uh, was this um, young woman, the 26 year old uh, Indian woman that the, the British officer fell in love with. She ends up, um, they, they, the, the, research or the writers looking for some kind of documentation about what happened to her mm. and i was wondering if somebody was listening to if somebody wanted to know what what would somebody want to know about either one of you or me right that they'd say hmm let's go online and listen to what the heck they talked about <laughs> on Witty Banter. what would you do or what would would if, if somebody was looking for some yes. source material on Nabil, Nabil Rana, Rana, Rana. I was like, check out the YouTube channel, assuming YouTube still exists. And watch every single podcast. And just, I don't know where to point you, but just click a random video. But why would they Why would they be looking for information about Nabil Rana? Historically. A hundred years from now, why would someone be searching through the internet? I don't think anybody's going to be searching for Nabil Rana. The legacy. The Rana legacy. Unless I made some impact. Will she Beyond at the time, all she so did far. was she would, fell in love and had two kids. Right. She, and that was kind of, but 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 it was a breaking, it was a taboo in, in her culture and the expectation and also from right. the other side. So, so that was in her sh- brief life, that was her goal. What is he saying? Michael says the future, <laughs> future Rana children. <laughs> yes. Will look maybe we'll be like hmm. but that's one of those things you like one random day you're like oh, i wonder what like my grandparents did yeah. and then it's just like done after maybe a couple hours that was interesting yeah just back to cyberspace <laughs> 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 uh, that's cool yeah yeah it's it's cool to look at the past i guess but like um it's no cooler than watching a movie yeah, unless it's all made up. Not that it's made up, but uh, well, it is someone's know. perspective. The story—I mean, even the story we heard was a second, third-hand version of the story. It's definitely interesting, know. but like, uh, I, I don't mean, if you're looking at a video of how to build a house, and that was filmed in the mm-hmm. past, am I looking that... at history? Yes. Okay. okay. So I'm looking at the video to understand how to build a house. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm interested in like history, but I suppose that would be a reason to have history. Hmm. But not to say so. So then, that but useful the things purpose that's defeat. So, are you not invested in this story? Which story? The this one, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I am. I mean, I'm interested in the characters. But do you? But I'm interested in how care? they progress, how they go forward. Yes. I don't care what the motivation is, what the White Walkers, because that was what yeah, we I care about the motivation. And if that's the motivation. Yeah, that's such a. Like even Rob, we don't really think about him too much and like that the Starks are going to get vengeance against the Lannister family. But like, like I, I don't I mean, it's part of the past. So you don't part care of the about history. the motivation? Um, I care about the motivation, but the whole, the White Walker wanting to remove human memory. I, I got I guess I don't get it. Mm. That equates to you just want to kill them. And, and mm. is that how blindly. do we establish that? That this is the motivation? We just want Brand to erase. Oh, that you want to erase everything. 
that he wants yeah. uh, Bran dead because he wants to erase yes. history, and he's like the one. He, he's the keeper of history. Yeah, he knows everything. Yeah. Um, Sam is very good at history too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should use him as bait. Yes, yeah, he is. It is all documented. How many episodes do we have? One, two, three, four, or there, three? There's four left, including this one that's going to come out. Hmm. This will be the biggest battle uh, videotaped or like, like longest cinematic s- yeah. battle sequence of all time in movie and TV. Yeah. Michael says maybe it was something to do when the little girl stabbed him and made him a white walker. Yeah. So yeah, he was one of the first men, as they say. I don't know the history about them, but mm. um, yeah, the little tree people stabbed him and made him white walker to kill humans who were attack harassing them. Um, so yeah, it could be the Night King is like, you made me into a zombie, mm. and I will kill everyone. Yeah. Oh, taking his revenge. That yeah, for creating me, and then also. So I he's unhappy like being a White Walker. Michael's asking if he was in love with the little girl or something. Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember. They didn't that. show any relationship. Wait, who the? The little tree person who made the guy. Oh no no they the at least <laughs> from what I g- grabbed they basically captured him. Right. And then they turned him into the the white walker i don't think there was like a love story behind that i don't think so um yeah i feel like they they basically programmed him to just kill all the humans and then he also got vengeance on them for turning him into the white walker so it's like a mix of being programmed to just destroy everything Mm -hmm. and destroy the people that created you is my take on the Night King. George R. R. Martin received a lot of, um, I don't know what you would call it, aggressive feedback from very uh, enthusiastic fans of his books because <laughs> he was taking a while to come out with the new books mm-hmm. and people kept like complaining on the forums. What are your thoughts? What if some? What if you wrote a book and everyone was getting angry? They're like, where's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> Mom wishes she had that. Uh, yes. What do you feel about the pressure <laughs> that you could feel from your reader Where's base? Where's the next book, Anika? I, I have a feeling. What's his name? What's the author's George name? George R. George Martin. He's such a relaxed person. He yeah. probably could not care less. No, he he did not. He quoted. <laughs> I forget what he, he said on the matter, but yeah, it was like he does not care. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I I think that's just pers- part of this is selfish human people. nature. Yeah. No, no, it's just human nature. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, yes. I want more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that ever happening yeah. to me. So and, I, can't. And, and, I think it's and, been it, and it would come out as there are these forums and like mm-hmm. people would write posts on the forums about these things. I wonder yes. what like yeah, why he is taking long. Like, does he just like not want to do it, or is it like? Uh, well, it could be hard. You know, this stuff is not a computer. You can't just like just spit it all out. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes. But it's been like what fifteen years, maybe more or less. 
15 years since what? Since he's written a book, or I think no. 10 years. No, no. No. I thought he was writing recently. I've seen interviews of him like a year or two ago releasing books like Blood and Fire or some. I think it's been longer than a year, though. I guess we can just Google it. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that somebody, at least from the one interview that I've seen of him, someone who lived such an isolated life, it seems like he was isolated. He wasn't mm-hmm. very sociable or social. At, mm. as he a read history. Man. He read history and he was able to co- make a connection with so many other people mm-hmm. um, and understand what people want. That's true. And... Despite and you know how people say the more you meet with people, the more you can understand them. But it looks Do they like say that? <laughs> I mean, you know, some people say that the, the, the more you interact with people, the more okay. sociable you are, and sure. you, know, you learn from interacting. Sure. Um, but it looks like it that like Sam reading more. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And and knowing history. There's something to be said about taking lots of time to really think about things. There's a lot to be said about thinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. On that note, should we give a moment of silence to thinking? (laughs) Okay, let's uh, let's give about a minute. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Dedicated to thinking. Yeah. Okay, it's been a minute. Has it really? Has it really? Well, I don't know. I just looked at 449 and then it's <laughs> Well, you know what it reminded me of? The yoga class that I'm taking that I take every every few years. And you first spend the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes sitting in silence and breathing deeply. And the first time I was doing that, I thought, gosh, I'm paying money to, to sit in silent and <laughs> silence and breathe. But... Um, I know you think all the time, but there's a difference between the intentionality of thinking um, and once you've decided you're not going to say and you're just going to focus on thinking, you feel as if you want to say something. Yeah, it hasn't come naturally. Yeah. Well, so what did you think about? Well, we had the moment of silence not thinking. and thinking. <laughs> yeah. you, you thought of not thinking? These are defeated mm. the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to force yourself to not think? Is that what you're saying? Or you thought yeah. of the concept of not well, thinking. I, th- I started thinking. <laughs> Let me check my phone. That's my thought. Is that what was your thought? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any thoughts. It's just I was like, oh, this Blank. is funny. We're not talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has to come. I I once heard uh, an author speak about his book, and I wish I could remember the name of this book. But when he spoke. After each sentence, he had a very long pause. And when he started doing that, it was very irritating because I thought, okay, there better be something profound after this deep silence. But then you kind of got into the habit of it. I like people who take, I like long pauses. You do? Well, one, it allows me to Mm. properly think about things. And it's a power move. (laughs) (laughs) 
as sometimes it's sometimes it's seen as weakness, but I as was described in the YouTube video about Charles Dance's character mm. Tywin. Mm. Some guy on YouTube made a video saying, when he when someone asks him a question in the show, yes. he always waits, as and mm. it's supposed to be a power move because it's like we will continue when I say we will continue. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yes, definitely it is when you control what is said and what is not said. Right. Sometimes I feel like during debates, if you pause to answer like the question mm. and you don't, you know, have the counter argument fast enough. It's seen as like, oh, I got you, like, get yeah. the good But you have to have the look on your face <laughs> that that you're the, considering how to say. Yeah, that's true. You're if you the look on your face is like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, how is that look? <laughs> 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 then it's like, oh, I've got a really good argument, and he can't yeah. think of something to yeah. say. So it can go both ways, I guess. Yeah. I, I disagree with that. I think it's like okay, yeah, they're thinking of it. Pauses. Yeah, yeah. Do you pay attention to people's faces as you're talking to them? Do mm. any of you, either of you? No. Yeah, because I don't think I do. It's only after the fact when you're watching a I can't, movie. Because I can't process what I'm, I'm trying thinking. to think about what I'm saying. I yes. Mm-hmm. If I have to think about your face, then I have to think about your face. Yes. And I think that then just you become. You're going to say something good. Well, in <laughs> intercultural communication and all that, they, they talk about how people's... Make eye contact. Yes, the eye contact part, That's which a is a big move. deal. Yes, it is. I don't understand why it is. Um, it's kind of distracting, actually. <laughs> is it? I mean, I do it because I want to... When I'm because I know it, it makes contact, an effect on the person. I notice that. When I'm not making eye contact, sometimes I feel as if I'm talking to myself. Um, and there are times when I'll I'll be I'll be thinking through something and I'll be talking and 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 I will, I'm not considering the other person. Yeah. I'm just considering what I want to say <laughs> versus what the other person needs to hear. Mm. Yeah. But when I'm talking, if I look at someone, make eye contact, then like I get distracted because yes. I'm like, well, I'm my, my brain's like processing, looking yes. at them. Yes. But then if I can just like look somewhere blankly, now I could be like, okay, what are we talking about? All right. And I can think. Let me think of the content rather than think. Right, of exactly. You. So now actually I don't, I'll, when I initiate a, con- a conversation, I'll ma- make eye contact mm-hmm. the first time. And then as we go, mm-hmm. I'll. Um, I'll look somewhere else, listen, think, and then when I'm ready to say, I'll connect and then disconnect. And mm. yeah, those are my techniques on how to make eye contact when having a conversation, <laughs> or how to listen actively. Listen. Do you have a conversation technique? Uh, well, I've just realized, um, like actively listening is probably, I feel like the biggest weakness for any conversation because most of the time when you're conversing with someone. Rather than listening to what they're saying, sometimes you'll already have a thought that you want said. And you think, And you're on. waiting for <laughs> yes. that person to end. So, um, yeah, I think... I think I'm pretty good at holding that, on to those thoughts and waiting. Well, it's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's easy to hold on to them. But the, the problem is, like, sometimes I feel like I'll think of something and think of how I'm going to say it, but I'm not paying attention to what someone else is saying. Mm. Yeah. Listening is supposed to be a leadership skill. 
Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But sometimes yeah. what you hear is a lot of noise. This is why you have to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> is that the problem with Daenerys? Is that she's listening to too many? Or not listening enough? She mm. has like six or seven advisors at this point. Yeah, she, She's uh, an independent thinker. I think so. Yeah. She listens and then does what and she wants. Takes her own idea. That's true. Or at least she seems like one. But you don't like her? Yeah, she's not on where I kind of don't her attitude buy it. I don't know why. I just don't buy the story. Uh, her motivation of needing to be on the throne because her father was on the throne. Yeah. I know it goes with the theme of everything. Lineage. Right. Yes, lineage, but that's not a. I mean, if she said, "I want," I mean, she's here to break. She's here to break. She's here to break as well and free the people. But her argument of taking the throne is, "I have the royal blood." Yeah, but like here, she is breaking tradition of slavery, and now she's not looking to break the tradition of monarchy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean. That's not that. That's not that much more forward than democracy. That's why I had mentioned that. I think. What happens if they just? Yes. At the end, because she seemed concerned about John having Targaryen. Blood. I guess one step at a time. Yeah, you get rid of slavery first. Yeah, but I, I wasn't buying her story at first until I heard about the backstory of dragons uh, or the last yeah, I, Targaryens. I guess sometimes for you forget that, like, that's a huge. It's like having force. a nuclear weapon in, in medieval times. You forget, like, having dragons is like well, a big in deal. Non-existent times. Right. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? Having a dragon. Well, I said it's comparative yes, to having yes, yes. like a machine dragon. gun in medieval it was times. Because they wouldn't have had a nuclear, they would not have had nuclear power. They wouldn't have that concept in that right. story if it was. I think he's just saying like if you had a nuke and you were in medieval times, like yes. in our history, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be super overpowered. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So he's just like saying like, like that. that. That is, I, I get it. Um, what was Michael saying? No, no new comments. Okay. How much time have we got here? Two minutes. Yeah, right, we can wrap it up. No, we need to wrap it up with that the enthusiasm oh, that man. we started out with. Because <laughs> you were super yeah. energetic. Super energy. <laughs> All right, fresh well, off the um, vegan diet. <laughs> that was what we talked about today. We talked about veganism, sustainability, <laughs> Game of Thrones. I hope you go out there and do something productive after watching Game of Thrones. Get out there and be somebody. (laughs) Spank your booty into action. And then thank you for listening and tuning in. (laughs) And until next time, toodaloo.